Hi, and welcome to the Ellis Talker Show. I'm DV LeBron. Today I have uh, Waxahachie City Manager, Mr. Michael Scott. How are you today? Oh, fantastic, DV. How you doing? I'm good. So right now we're running through budgets, and it's that time of year for all the local governments. So I wanted to get on, get you on, and um, and kind of talk about that, uh, about what's going on, what what uh, the proposal, because I know that nothing has been voted on. We're on workshops, so nothing is official. So I wanted to kind of get the number side, the non-political side on and kind of let the people of Waxahachie know kind of where the money is going and what's what's happening. And then I'll have the mayor on next week and we'll kind of drill the other questions. Is that cool? That sounds great. I'll tell you, you, you the, the interview is really timely. You know, we, we've been we've been all things budget since uh, since about March of this year. And you're exactly right. We've we've had our, our first budget workshop presented some of the, the items that we'll discuss tonight and got some feedback from, from the council uh, with the idea of moving forward towards adoption. Of course, state law requires we have it adopted before October 1st. We're aiming right now for, for the first week in September. So we're on track to do that. But yeah, everything's everything's budget around City Hall these days. Yeah, it's all budget and I know it. I'm trying to, if if possible, I'm trying to cover Waxahachie. I'm trying to cover Midlothian and I'm trying to get to the school boards if possible, because that's another one that affects everybody. So I wanted to go ahead and um, go. You had given me a little presentation and I wanted to go ahead and put it on screen. Um, bear with me, folks. It's technology. Let's see. I wanted to put it on screen and kind of let you go through it for the people of Waxahachie. Um, because it is a uh, it is it is a mammoth thing. I I actually tried to kind of um, go through it myself, and uh, well, you know, it's not like re a regular house budget. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor and let you talk about it. Okay, fantastic. So the the presentation that you're showing here is actually some excerpts from our our first budget workshop, which was held back in June, and really, you know, at that point. A lot of the numbers are preliminary. We've gone through the process of, of meeting with the um, department heads and kind of vetting through some of their requests and some of the needs for the coming year. So you'll see some of that. Um, but also really what's what's preliminary also is, is the revenue numbers, right? So in, in June, you've got you've got about, about eight months worth of data from sales tax. Uh, you also have preliminary numbers in the way of ad valorem and values. Um, the appraisal mm -hmm. district, by by law, is required to give us a, a certified rule by July, uh, July 25th. So we weren't even at that point yet. So we just had preliminary numbers. So what we have to do to to, to give the counselors at, at you know our best projections at that point in time. Here's what we're looking at. So um, yeah, this first slide I think is, is actually a, a really cool graphic that has, I mean, frankly, it has a lot of information on it. I'll try to try to dissect it here a little bit for you and help you make sense of it. Um, but but it's kind of how it how the entire general fund, and I'm talking about just the general fund right now. So general fund funds basic basic services around around the city. So police and fire, um, administration, human resources, finance, parks and rec. Um, just to name a few, those are general fund uh, departments. There's a whole nother world in the way of utilities and what we call WCDC, which is kind of the sports complex and the civic center. So for this slide, we're talking about just the general fund. So bear, bear that in mind. And so what goes into it, I'll kind of, like I said, try to, try to break it down for you, is that outer ring is essentially the, the revenues um, that we're projecting. And you can see that we have a, we're really blessed, DV, I'll be honest with you, we're blessed by having um, uh, strong sales tax. And so you can see on that, on that outer ring, that sales tax and property tax are neck and neck 
as far as being um, um, our top revenue sources. So at 35% each, which really just to, just to give you kind of some context there, um, the, both of them are about, about $21 million. Okay. So, so 35% equates about, about $21 million in the general fund budget of which 21 million comes from property tax. And we're and this year, we're projected to have about 21 million from sales tax. And that hasn't always been the case. So typically we've had ad valorem or our property taxes make up the lion's share of that revenues of those revenue streams. Okay. It, it has dwarfed sales tax historically. However, we're, again, I'm saying blessed because as that sales tax numbers go up, we're able to do a lot of things that we haven't been able to do in the past. And essentially it's, it's money that people are coming into our community, you know, depositing, you know, buying things and then going home that we don't necessarily have to serve in the way of city services. So we like to see that sales tax number on the, on the, on the rise. And, and thankfully we've, we've had fantastic returns from the state. In fact, last month we get, we get a, a, a monthly, Sales tax report from the comptroller last month, we we're up 14, I think it's 0.6% over the same time last year. So a double digit increase. So like I say, the, as that sales tax number goes, that allows a lot of flexibility for the city of Waxahachie to be able to do some of those um, quality of life things, park improvements, trail improvements, those sorts of things that that if, you know, but for those sales tax numbers, we're basically just you know paying the bills, you know, and, and trying to get by. So I'm kind of harping on that a little bit here, but but so 35% sales tax, 35% property tax. And then you can see there's, there's a couple other uh, uh, revenue streams that, that play into our overall budget. Franchise fees, which essentially is what utilities, um, like franchise utilities such as Atmos and Encore pay to utilize our rights of way uh, for their infrastructure. So they pay us a fee every year and that comes out to about 8% of, of our budget. Okay. Yeah. We have we have inner office or inner departmental transfers. Um, it's kind of kind of complicated to explain, but essentially there's some transfers out of the water and wastewater budget that go into the general fund budget to run those operations, and that's what that five percent is. And you see in the way of, of transfers, and then um, and then there's like I say, there's a miscellaneous other things such as building permits, um, you know, permits and so forth around around the city that make up the other sixteen. So that's that's the revenue world that, mm -hmm. that we're in. And all told, uh, DV. This year, or this next year, I should say, we're looking at about a 56, almost $57 million general fund uh, revenue stream coming into the, into the budget. I right. did. I did see that. Yes. Um, it, it's, uh, it grew a little bit from uh, over last year, but yeah, it, it's really interesting to see how these, um, these different revenue sources and what they fund. I think it's a wonderful slide and way it kind of shows people where the money goes, um, yeah, you know, the 50,000 foot view. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've got to give credit to our, our finance director, Chad Tustison. He, he does a fantastic, fantastic job of when he presents this, and he's the one who usually takes the front and center of, of, of the uh, budget conversations. Um, he, he does a very good job of, of not only presenting, but also educating, whether it be the, the council that's there, where they've been there for a long time, or they're new on council. Heck, even staff that's been there for a while, they're learning things from it. So he does a really good job of, of how to present it in such a way that it, that it makes sense and kind of hopefully the viewers will appreciate that as well, that this kind of is kind of a, a good way of looking at it from a layman's standpoint, if you don't, if you're not in this world every day. So yeah, so that outer ring and, and I, I'm, I'm hang on just one second before. No, you no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so the other thing I was going to point out on this, DB, is, is so the inner rings or the inner pie that you're looking at there, it shows where it goes. And, and I, I guess I really want to point out that one of the priorities of council has been and continues to be public safety. 
and we, you know, we are, we're a very safe community, thank goodness. Um, but that's a lot, largely due to uh, council's ongoing commitment to funding uh, public safety and keeping it as a priority. So you can see here, 49% of our general fund budget goes to fund police, fire, emergency services, municipal court, um, all those things that are kind of related to public safety um, makes about half of our budget. So I think that shows they're kind of putting their money where their mouth is, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's a priority and they're showing it by, by where the dollars go. So, um, and then you can see how, how the rest of the dollars shake out. Of course, uh, streets continue to be a priority also, um, making up about 14% of our of our budget. We've, we've taken a very active role trying to rehabilitate some of our aging infrastructure and, and adding new streets and sidewalks and connectivity from a pedestrian standpoint, also dealing with drainage issues, which uh, we've had, you know, we have some drainage issues around town. So trying to tackle those. And so public works has been a focus as well. So anyway, like I say, I, th I think this is kind of a good, a good graphic to kind of show what, what's funded where and, um, and, and hopefully that's helpful for your viewers. Oh no. And it's a very nice graphic. It lets people know where, so 49% of the budget is going to public safety folks. All right. So let's go, uh, tax rate. Now, um, there, there have been, um, and obviously this is not the, the political side of it. Um, there, the residents have expressed, you know, wanting a tax, um, rate decrease. Um, can you talk about why the rate that's being proposed is the right amount after you kind of go through the slide? Sure. I mean, I'd be happy to. So th this slide shows the breakdown. So when, when we adopt a tax rate, essentially there are, there are two components. And in our case, there are three just by charter um, because we have a library that we fund also. So this slide shows the breakdown of what goes to what we call M&O or maintenance and, and operations. You can see there on the left-hand side, the 64% or um, about 40, almost 42 cents of the tax rate goes towards funding basically salaries and operations and, and just the ongoing costs of running the city. Um, and then on the on the right hand side, that the upper right hand corner or, or almost what was it, a little over a little over 21 cents goes to, to pay our, our debt. So we have an ongoing debt that we pay and essentially we, we make a mortgage payment, right? We, we make a payment every single year that goes towards our debt. Um, we, we issue uh, certificates of obligation uh, most every year just to, to fund some of those big ticket items, such as the streets that I was talking about a minute ago, and we pay for them through a portion of our tax rate. So you can see here the breakdown, and then, well, then I'll just mention real quick, and then the library, again, by charter, we fund the Sims, Sims Library, and we do that through a portion or a rate of our um, of our, of our ad valorem tax. So they make a very small portion. Essentially, that equates to a little over a million dollars that goes to the Sims Library that funds their operations. And so most of the time, we kind of Cobble that in with the MNO or that or that uh, the the six uh, the forty one uh, nine number, um, and that's so you've got the MNO side and then you've got the debt service side. Then collectively, it makes up um, just you know right just over sixty five cents per hundred on uh, as a as a property tax. That is down from last year. Uh, last year was we were at sixty six cents. And um, as as many people know, the state several years ago uh, passed a bill that basically caps the amount that we can collect at 3.5% over last year's amount. And, and that law really speaks to just the MNO side. And it, it gets very complicated. So I'm, I'm not gonna try to, I think Chad, my finance director could educate everyone even better than I could. But the, the idea is that the MNO side cannot go up more than 3.5% um, over last year. And so this year, because we, we issued debt like we did 
you know, we do every year, um, more of the more of the of the pie essentially is going to pay off the debt side than the MNO side. And so um, collectively by, by state law, we can't exceed three and a half percent. So we had to bring it down our tax rate and council was, was glad to do so. And, and, and I think we're, we're very favorable in doing that of about a half a cent. So that's what the taxpayers will see um, on their tax bill. I will, I will be quick to say, though, you know, I, I know people kind of think, oh, half cents come in on a wink and a tax break. And I, I, I understand that argument. Um, I will say that this council, one of one of the one of the charges coming out of our first uh, budget meeting was, are there other creative things that we can be doing to give relief to to homeowners? And, and we are I just want to assure the, the viewers and yourself that we're looking at other op opportunities. You know, I mean, a lot of cities are looking at um, at, at, at the different waivers in the way of, um, you know, tax tax relief and uh, I'm forgetting the word. But anyway, the uh, other tax bill that there's some exemptions that you can offer um, that we're looking at maybe being able to do that. So I think that's something that's forthcoming. Um, it's not something we can necessarily implement this year, um, but it's something that council does seem committed to want to offer some, some tax relief uh, for our citizens. Yeah. Yes. And that that's something that as far as on the political side, it is something that I asked every candidate that was coming up. And and I definitely plan to talk to the mayor on it next week when I have him on. Um, but as far as it concerns you, because you're the non-political side, you're saying, it, you know, it it's the right rate to fund the priorities of the city at this time. Yeah. So I, we, we present a balanced budget every year. And, and this is the rate, given given the other revenue projections and given the needs of the city that we have before us right now, this is the rate that supports that. So, yeah, it, that'd be my position. I don't take to council a, a budget that's not balanced or it's not sustainable. Um, and and this, this rate does that. Okay. All right, we're ready for the next slide. Let's see. So I was looking at all of these, and obviously these numbers kind of um, – these are different. So I'm, that's why I have you kind of to, on to explain it here. So mm – -hmm. I, I was looking at like debt service and and the amount of debt that we're ca carrying. Can you tell me um, the the what what kind of debt we're going to be carrying, and then we'll kind of break down what these are. Sure. So so this year we're, we're talking about um, we we have we have plenty of capacity in the way of, of debt service. In other words, um, you know when you when you go to market every year, um, you know every year you've got some debt that is older that's aging that's rolling off. You've, you've essentially exhausted the payments on, and so it builds capacity within your your debt model. And and so in this case, um, like the 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 top you know that the, that top box there, the the nine point four million dollars. Again, this is just the general fund side of our of our bond issue that we're we're prepared to uh, take to market here in the coming weeks. Um, this would be added to our debt service. So that'd be the issuance for this year. And you've got a few other slides that are coming up, but anyway, collectively, we're looking at just over, we're just short of $21 million of, of CO debt this year. But that's not that's not the extent of, of our of our capital improvements. And so this slide is really kind of cool in that it shows kind of a breakdown that we're not only just issuing debt for capital projects, but we're building in um, the capacity in our operating budget to fund these capital projects also. And so let's say, well, why I say that's cool is because let's say we have a, a major recession, all right? And people are like, well, Michael, what are we going to do to, you know, to kind of bridge the gap during the recession? Well, our operating budget right now already um, contemplates paying for some capital projects that are one-time expenditures. And so if, if, if all you know, craziness breaks loose and, and, and we have a, a recession and we're really looking for, you know, all suspects on what we can cut 
um, we've got significant dollars in the operating budget that we just don't budget for next year. You know what I'm saying? That, that are one-time expenses. We say, hey, we're not going to do a capital project or a capital program out of our operating budget. So that next $8.4 million is essentially one-time expenses, DB, that, that are easy, easily extracted from the budget that you, you know, if, if, if our revenues just, you know, fail miserably as far as our projections go, it's, it's, it's relatively painless to go in and say, Hey, we're going to delay doing X, Y, Z project. Maybe we, you know, we delay doing the uh, scarification striping of Grand uh, Salon uh, Road or the, or buying that, that great, all, great all excavator. We're going to delay that for another year. It's easy to pull those out because they're one-time expenses, not ongoing operating cost that you're reliant upon. So you're not issuing uh, the, this is stuff you're not issuing debt on because the other stuff you're issuing debt on. Right. That middle box. We're not where it says they're off to the right, where it says general fund. That's that's pay, being paid for out of our operating budget. The okay. top box there, the 9.4 is the bond issuance from the general fund for this year. Okay. And, and is that as far as percentage or a budget, I know kind of later kind of goes into that. Um, how are we, as far as percentages, is it a healthy percentage? Are we running kind of high? What, what are your thoughts? As far as overall debt capacity? Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we monitor that very closely. In fact, we have, we deal with a, a financial advisor. We deal with bond council. Um, we deal with our, our, our rating agencies and, and really they, they, they maintain, or they, you know, they, they help keep us in check. Let's put it that way. Um, and so, no, we, we're running very much in line with 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 what a, a sustainable uh, level of debt is, um, and and we have we have very um, sophisticated debt models that we look at that project out you know, ten years and can make projections based on population growth. And here's the ad warm potential increase. Here's you know making some assumptions, and we we budget budget very conservatively, especially when it comes to issuing debt and 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 maintaining that that level. So, what is this impact fees? Yeah, so this is something that, that a lot of people maybe don't understand. Um, when, when a developer comes in, I'll, I'll kind of give you an impact fee 101 here. Um, mm -hmm. when, when a developer comes in and they want to develop a, um, a project, okay, let's, say, let's just call it a subdivision. Well, there's a certain impact that subdivision is going to have on the overall network, whether it be streets or water and sewer systems, that that, that, that or even in parks, right, that mm -hmm. that, that development is going to have on the rest of the community. And so what we do is we assess and, and count and the state law allows us to do this where we assess a fee that essentially is commiserate with that level of, of impact, or we make a, we, we do a whole calculation, hire consultants who are you know, way smarter than the rest of us. And, and they kind of say, here's, here's what that number is. And the state law allows you to charge that developer half of it. So in other words, you're partnering with that developer, he's going to pay for half that burden and the taxpayer is going to pay for half. And, and so essentially we create these funds. And so in this case, we have, we have impact fee um, funds that are, that are street related and we have impact fees that are park related and we have impact fees that are water and sewer related. And so it's one more pot of money that can be drawn for certain projects. And, and the, the caveat is this, the caveat is that you are um, there for capacity projects. In other words, it's a, it's it's extending a, it's it's widening a street it's um, enlarging a pipe you know and, and so you're building capacity in your in your system and you can use these impact fees to do that and so we have so many projects going on the way of our CIP plan from streets and water and sewer that we always have candidates that are they're eligible to use impact fees and so in this case we're just showing that look here's another capital project that we're funding this next year and we're going to use impact fees to fund it okay.
I get it now. It, it's still a little bit of Chinese, but you know what? I appreciate you explaining it to because I know that if it got me, it might get uh, some others in uh, in in Waxahachie, and yep. I want people. That's why I got you here, kind of just talk about these things. Um, this next slide, uh, water plan for twenty twenty three and the bond issuance. Um, you had when we talked um, about priorities and stuff before you went into um, the budget proposal, you had talked about uh, needing some some work on the water. Mm -hmm. And and so uh, you want to kind of break down this slide? Sure. So much like streets, we have a very active. Well, really, we look, we look out five years. But to be honest with you, I mean, it, it could be 20 years. Um, but we look out five years, a five year window of of capital improvement projects that we know are coming down the pipe. No pun intended, um, but they're, they're, we know they're coming up and we know we're going to need to address those. And so what this slide shows is, is, is some of that aging infrastructure in some cases. And sometimes it's new infrastructure that we're going to fund through uh, either bonds or, or impact fees or, or even through our operating budget um, that are on the horizon that have moved up our, our CIP list. So like I said, we have a five year plan. Every year we see those projects kind of moving one year closer. And so this year, it's obviously the ones that were next in line, uh, you know, after, after last year's round. And these are the projects. So like, like Perry Street, Ross Street, Oldham Street, anyone who's familiar with those streets, those are older, older infrastructure. And, and, the, and the pipes under, under the street are also aging and, and need to be updated. Um, and so it solves a lot of the problems, especially with, with water um, in the way of, you know, waterline breaks this time of year, especially when it's 108 outside, we see a, a tremendous number of, of water main breaks. And, and a lot of it is due to aging pipes that can't, uh, you know, are, are, are properly embedded with 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 uh, uh, with embedment around them to where they can't shift, and so a dry dry earth basically just causes them to crack. Um, and so this is this is addressing known problems in our infrastructure that we're going to address and be very proactive about doing that. Okay, and and I see that you know is that seven million on top of the other slide uh, debt that we're issuing. So this is all. What was the total kind of debt that you were talking about? Yeah, it's twenty one million, and, and that covers that covers all three funds. Um, so yeah, you're exactly right. So so that's just that's just uh, you know put on top of the nine million that we talked about the general fund, and we do just for efficiency's sake, we go out to market one time a year. So we we go out and we say here are all the bonds we need to issue. Um, from the city of Waxahachie, and we're going to pay back some of them from our general fund. We're going to pay back some of them from our water fund. We're going to pay back some of them from our waste, wastewater fund, um, and that's why they're broken down in this slide the way they are. But it's all it's all one issuance that we that we'll do, like I say, in the, in the coming weeks. Okay, and then now we move on to let's see, what is this? Yes, yeah, wastewater. Yeah, this wastewater. If you could talk about that, I yeah, think I mentioned to. that during our last interview. Yeah, so wastewater, and, and I've mentioned this before, you know, wastewater is is tricky because, um, you know, you can really control a lot of your growth through what you're able to sewer. Developers love to have density. In other words, they love to have more and more houses in a small area. That's what we call density. Um, and, and, and putting houses far apart um, isn't as economical for them or isn't, isn't as, as much of a moneymaker for them. So they like to pack as much as they can. And we can control that largely through the capacity we have through our wastewater system. So that first project, the Lower Mustang Creek lift station, we kind of we kind of designated the northeast quadrant of our city. It's a high growth area and it, it has been historically for the last decade. And so this is the last phase. You see phase four It's the last phase. Well, actually, I take that back. There may be one more phase we need to do as far as the lift station down downstream. But anyway, this is one of the latter phases of a multi-year project to basically build capacity um, in that 
that quadrant of the city. So there's, um, you know, th this is this is, a, this is another uh, a water or sewer line rather that will um, that will, will run. In this particular case, this is a lift station that we're going to expand, um, and so it'll again add the ability to serve more and more homes in that area. The other two projects are are um, are rehab projects, um, and the, basically it's old pipes that are in the ground that need to be updated. Um, we have um, I and I issues, which basically means infiltration issues, like when it rains. Um, there are cracks and fissures in the um, in the pipes that happens over time. It's a very natural process, but especially with old pipes, they crack. And then what happens is when it rains, believe it or not, it does rain occasionally, but when it does, um, <laughs> yeah, we're waiting for What's it. That? What's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it gets into it gets into the 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 sanitary sewer system. And, and the problem with that, if you think about it, not only does it take up capacity in that pipe, right? But it also it goes downstream and we've got to treat that water. Which is essentially rainwater. We've got treated at our plant, so then it ups our expenses to treat it on, on on the downstream side. So the more we can be proactive in addressing those old pipes and kind of closing up those gaps, uh, it serves us you know very well for our entire entire sewer network. So we, we we've been very active on on that. We, in fact, uh, citizens know we we do something called smoke testing, where it looks like, it looks like half the city's on fire because there's smoke coming out of the ground. Well, that's just identifying where those cracks and fissures are, and that's where we point some of our repairs to address those, um, those gaps. Okay. Well, you, you, it looks like in a lot of these slides, it talks, um, there's a lot of infrastructure stuff. Yep. Um, is that kind of what you wanted this, this budget priority to be, or what are some of the other priorities that you'd like to fund this year? Yeah. So, um, that's a great, great question. Um, you know, through, through the bonds and through the capital pro program, really, it is it is those big ticket items, right? So um, council has been very dedicated to doing those. But, you know, as I mentioned, public safety is a priority. Well, water, wastewater system is a priority. Good streets is a priority. A good park system is a priority. And those take money and they, they, they take a, a large amount of money. And, and so we fund those through through that capital program. But to your question of, of what else we fund, you, this this list here, DV, is, is really just kind of a summary of what we just talked about mm -hmm. of, of what makes up that total bond issue this year. You can see that the, the $21 million, $20.9 million and kind of the breakdown there. Um, I will just point out there, you know, there's there's the fire truck on there. That one, let me let me harp on that one. It's right to uh, see it's in the general fund there. Um, it's a new fire truck for about $1.5 million. That's a ladder truck. And council made a decision early, early, early in the, in the budget process to move forward with that. And that's not a replacement truck. That is a new truck. So right now, the city of Waxahachie has one fire truck, a ladder truck. Mm -hmm. And it, it requires uh, 12 firefighters to man that truck. So, um, you know, when you look at levels of service, um, if you don't have 12 men, basically with all the shift work and, and so forth, you, you're not being able to effectively man that apparatus. So council made a decision early on to go ahead and, and authorize the, uh, kind of pull the trigger on uh, uh, buying that truck. And it takes about 18 months to build those things. There's a long lead time like there are in so many different things right now, but fire trucks are no exception. Um, so that's being, that's being we, we've paid for it. Okay, and so that item in the in the in the bonds is actually is actually a repayment. So we're paying ourselves back. So, so it's a little bit a little unique that we use general fund dollars. We paid for it. We had the cash to do that, and then we'll just reimburse ourselves through through the bonds uh, for that fire because that you know they have a long enough life that it makes sense to bond those and uh, to have generate generational equity where other generations pay for a portion of that fire truck. Doing bonds and and, and issuing debt is kind of an effective way of, of doing that. So a companion of that. I mentioned the 12 firefighters, a companion of that uh, uh, authorization was also to begin the hiring of a new, you know, 12 new firefighters, so six this year and then six more 
next year. So that's that's more of an operational cost. It doesn't, doesn't hit the capital budget, but it's more on the operational side. So we had to move forward on that as well. This is kind of what you were talking about. This kind of breaks it down. Um, yeah. Things you were looking for right here. Yeah, that, that, that that's great. Request to the department, and then you have some more requests for. Um, and this five-year general fund operations plan. Can you kind of just give me a quick little little what that means? Let's see. Let me, let me catch up with you here. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, this is just a a. In fact, I'm gonna pull up my second. So yours is cut off there a little bit. Um, find it here oh yeah here it is um so really this shows kind of how we're ending oh, if you move up i'm sorry if you move up move to up. The, uh, the top there okay um this really shows a summary of those numbers come a more detail dv um of of what we're looking at this year in the budget um you can see the breakdown of the different revenues on the uh, you know above the line and then the the overall expenses below the line one thing i'll know I'll, 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 i'm sure your your viewers will notice is you see a negative uh, three, just over $3 million there. In other words, we're spending more than we're taking in. And that is by design. I know that, that, that I said earlier about a balanced budget. Well, this is by design. We've been saving our money for some time. And so we're paying um, cash for um, part of the city hall remodel that was, that was anticipated. And so we're actually spending now some of our, of our fund balance. So that's why it looks like we're over budget. We are by design. And again, our, our bonding, agencies or FA, you know, financial advisor and everyone, they're aware of that and they know that's been the plan for some time. So that's, that's why that looks the way it does. Essentially it is a balanced budget because there's a known uh, buy down of, of, uh, of the debt of the fund balance. Okay. So, yeah. So I, I do, I do want to explain that because I know that it looks a little funny. Yeah. I was looking at that number. I was looking at um, like uh, the project on that 2023 basis 56. So you got somewhere around a million and change or close to 2 million on the, um, the projected growth on, mm -hmm. on the revenue um, yeah. total. And then um, then you go down to expenditures and I saw that 3 million, but uh, on the previous years, like you have um, 12 million over here, was that surplus or, or things we went into in a negative? Yeah. So what that is, 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 you know, this year, a lot of those expenses actually hit the budget this year. So I'll give you for, uh, for instance, what, what made up that number is, um, so we we authorized the the construction of the new fire station, all right, and, and we issued debt last year to tune about five and a half million dollars. Well, we went out to market and there were, we had some delays. Went out, got it repriced this year, and everyone knows what what the economy has been doing and, and the cost of construction. Well, we had to we had to sweeten the kitty of about three million dollars to be able to continue to fund and move forward with that fire station. So you, that's why you see that that twelve million dollars is like it's it's a lot of those overruns this year that we've had to just pay to make up the the gap of of those projects. So I mean, all, all told, it, it it looks like you know we spent we spent sixty six million dollars this year, at least we're projected to. But it's also funding a lot of that again, buying down our our fund balance by design because it wasn't just the city hall remodel for next year, but it's also a number of things this year that we know we needed to do. Um, that they're also, you know, hit, showing, you know, showing up in that $12 million. What's that uh, city? Um, Cause I know that they'll be asked, what is that city? Cause I thought we were building a new city hall thing going yep. on across the street from you. So what, what is this renovation? So, okay. You know, right now we're, we're out of space at city hall and that was kind of the impetus to move forward with the, uh, which is now called the Charles Beatty municipal services building. City Council approved that on Monday night, so it's yeah. no longer the annex; it's the it's the Baby Building. Baby so, building. 
yeah, so so we'll, we'll use that moving forward. Um, and, and so we'll, we'll, because we're out of space at City Hall, we authorized moving ahead with with the with the Beatty building. And so all development services will move out of City Hall. Additionally, we've got some some departments that um, are completely out of space. In fact, all the departments at City Hall right now are out of space, have no room for growth. In fact, we've actually delayed hiring people because we don't even we, we don't even have a place to put them. Um, we also have some departments that are offsite, uh, a couple of them that are out at the Civic Center that would that really ought to be downtown. And so the remodel money, DB, is is really just to to take City Hall after those development services folks move out, move across the street, and remodel City Hall to utilize the space effectively to accommodate those new departments um, to where they can now you know function and, and and serve the public from from the City Hall building. Do you oversee um, or do you? Do you foresee um, some major cost overruns with these projects? Because um, I know that we went over last year and there were some things that were by design. And then you mentioned it was like $3 million to sweeten up because of the way things are going. Do you project that going forward? Do you think that there will have to be more money requests? You know, you always hope not, right? In fact, I, I, I had a, I was almost like getting on this, getting on this call. I was meeting with the architect uh, related to that, that project. And I reiterated what the budget was. Um, because that's really the budget we need to stick with. So, I mean, short of, short of um, inflation really getting to us or, or, or construction costs continue to escalate at, at unprecedented levels, our intention is to stay within budget always is. And, um, you know, and, and really you get to a point, right? I mean, we've been, we've been, we're fortunate because we've had, we've had some funds that we had some critical projects. We're able to still move forward with those critical projects because we had some fund balance, you know, that day isn't always going to be be there. You you can only spend the money one time, right? And so at, at at some point you say, is this project still viable given the new costs? And and frankly, I mean, the answer may be no moving forward. I mean, we've we've like I said, we've we've used a, a, a some of our fund balance by design, um, but we you know it's not a, it's not a bottomless uh, you know pot of money though either. Um, and so at some point you say you have to reprioritize and maybe take a step back and say. You know, this project is is out of sight in way of cost and yes we can wait a few more years and we make that decision so we look at every project very critically and make sure that that it's still um of, of priority before we move forward especially if it's if it's you know projected to be over budget was there things some things that you maybe pulled back on a little bit um because i see like seven million dollars for that rental um mm -hmm. is that something that you had to uh, come down on or you kind of got that baked in and the project is moving and um, what are some of the kind of things you had to kind of paper back on? Yeah. You know, I mean, that one actually is, is a great example. Um, you know, I mean, I would love to have twice that for city hall. I mean, there, you know, it's an old building that the envelope of the building is, is in, is in rough shape. I mean, there's, you could easily spend twice that much money. Right. And so, but we said, no, that's, that's a reasonable amount to, um, to, to fix the, the building to, to renovate the space, to make it effective and utilize it uh, efficiently. And so that's, that's our budget. Other, other things that I guess we pulled back on DB is, is like in the way of, of hiring personnel. I mentioned earlier that we've, um, we've delayed some, some positions just because we didn't have a place to put them. We've also, um, in this, in this particular budget, you'll see a number of requests for, for personnel that basically they're funded for six months rather than for a full year. Um, and part of that is logistically, but part of that is also, just, just, you know, budget wise, you know, we, we can, we can wait six months and, and do a mid, you know, have a mid-year position. Um, this okay. list, this list represents, does not represent every, all the requests. What, what, what you're looking at here is, is really what, what was above the line in the way of approval or recommendation from, from my office. Mm -hmm. um, there, there, there's, a, there's a list just as long 
of those that were below the line that we said, no, <laughs> you know. So, so this was the majors from the wish list from each department. Those are the priorities coming out of the, out of the wish list. Okay. So they, 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 you're right. They present me a wish list and, and we have to refine it and kind of meld it down to what's the priorities and what fits in the budget. So this represents that. Sorry, folks. I'm a government worker. That that wish list is a definitely a government term. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to kind of uh, it's time to kind of wrap it up. We went a little long, but I really like to put out this information to the the, the public. Um, it looks like we have a lot of things that we have to get done um, from that slideshow. It looks like you prioritized a lot of the things that we talked about as far as the roads and and uh, and stuff and then there's other spending going on um it, i saw that you know we talked about the tax rate at 60 what is it 65.5 right. uh, half a cent cut um and and you you believe that this budget is is going to meet the the needs that of the city yeah i do and, and in fact that, that's that's one of the charges of the city manager is to present to council a budget every year and and you know that's something that's what that's one of those responsibilities that is um just paramount to to what i do because really it sets the tone for the entire you know for the next year you know it becomes our blueprint for how we move forward for the next year um and so yes i you know we, we closely scrutinize those requests we add things that we you know that we see that maybe a director doesn't see we we hear from the council as to what their priorities are and, and maybe what they're hearing from the public and all those are melded together into that budget and that's what that's what we march forward with. And so, and then yeah, it's a matter of paring it down to make sure it all fits within the available dollars. Mr. Scott, what does what does um sixty five or sixty four look like instead of sixty five point five? What does that look like as far as the budget is concerned? Yeah, it's a couple hundred thousand dollars. Um, so uh, it's about four hundred thousand dollars per penny. I believe was, was the last calculation I saw. Um, and so it, it's, it's material, you know, I mean, it, it makes a difference. And, and here's the thing is, is, you know, yes, we have a fund balance and, and yes, for one year, we could probably say, you know what, we can stomach $400,000, right. And we could do that. The, the, the problem comes in as you look out and you, you forecast out, um, those coming years and, and then in your ability to, to maintain that rate, to do the things that the public wants, they want, they want the amenities, they want the parks, they want, you know, grass to be mowed in the parks once a week or every other week. And all of a sudden, those things start to slide when you don't have the available dollars to, to, to do those things. And like I say, for one year or two years, you could say, you know what, we can we could get get by with a, a penny less or, or whatever that number is. Um, the problem is, is it's not sustainable long term um, on, on serving our public the, the way that we've all become accustomed to, you know, the quality of life that we all enjoy. Um, and so, um, yeah, it, it just it, it does have a long, long, long term effect. OK, so it, it, it would be where you might have to raise it up um, next year just to make up for, but you know, it, the other thing too, is there's uh, Mr. Scott, there's been a lot of talk about people needing pro property tax relief. And mm -hmm. I know that the city is just one. Um, the, the schools are the biggest um, chunk and I'm hoping to have them on. Um, but it, it's, it's something, you know, it's, it's eggs, it's a tank of gas. And, and, and um, so there, there's been a lot of concerns. So I kind of wanted to bring that up and the, with the mayor, I'll talk more about the, the public issues, but yeah. I appreciate you so much because you came on here and kind of just told the people walks at you where this money is going, just an overview. Cause I, I we could spend hours going through every penny, but um, I appreciate you doing that and going through these slides, sir. 
No, I'm, I'm glad to do it. In fact, in fact, I appreciate the opportunity to do this because I know that, you know, we're, we're transparent that word gets thrown around a lot, but I mean, we have nothing to hide at city hall. If people have questions, you know, I mean, I'm still a phone call away. People can get a hold of me or my assistant or finance people or, and, you know, we, we like to explain these things. I mean, I'd much rather answer the questions than have, you know, misinformation circulating, whether it be through, you know, social media or, or wherever. Um, I'd be happy to have those conversations. So thank you for the opportunity to, to, to share with your viewers today. I appreciate that. Um, I hope to have you on again one day. We'll, we'll talk about something. I know that more issues come up and I appreciate your accessibility. Um, you take care, sir. Can you hold on after this? We'll, we'll talk. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.